0: Welcome to a Record Roulette bonus episode. My name is Amon O'Flynn. I'm joined by Nathan Smith and Sonya Walton, as well as our guest from our last episode, Stuart Reynolds. Our album last week was Different Class by Pulp, A Key Cog, in the Britpop genre. With that in mind, what is your favorite Britpop song, Nathan? I feel like I'm getting a lot of first off the marks
1: lately. Yes. Um,
0: yep. Yeah. Yeah. You bring the energy, man. You're the, you're you bring the energy. Song. It's evident.
1: Um Well, uh, let's see. To take a page out of Sonia's book, where I'll go with sort of two. So just the one option. (laughs) I've picked 17 songs. This is like Sonia Light then. (laughs) The one that I think is the most underrated (laughs) that astounds me was never a massive smash hit is All You Good Good People by Embrace. They didn't really do anything else. I mean, they had albums, but the other songs were just complete trash, in my opinion. But this one was just an absolute anthem. That just should have, I mean, it was kind of big in England, but even in England, it wasn't a massive smash hit. But this is one that could have easily been a a global success. Like, there's no reason why Americans couldn't have gotten into this. Certainly, no reason why the British public couldn't have gotten into it, considering everything else they were loving about similar bands at the time. So I would advise anybody to listen to that one song, All You Good, Good People by Embrace, and then ignore the rest of it because it will only diminish your opinion of the group um, <laughs> and what they what they represent. My my ultimate Britpop song, though, would be Live Forever by Oasis, which is somewhat cliche, but it's a great song uh, by a great band. But I think also for me, it's, it's sort of representative of Britpop in general. It's a huge contrast to what Britpop was... I guess, unconsciously rebelling against, which was grunge and kind of things suck. Life sucks. This is hard. This is bad. Which is true. This is a group saying like unabashedly, I want to live forever. We'll see things you'll never see. It's very optimistic, very like major chords. It's just not complex production or instrumentation, just kind of full of joy and full of defiance. And so it's a great song, but I think it also for me represents kind of what the Brit pop sound and and attitude was, was all about. All right, Sonia. Um, I picked Connection by Elastica, Mm -hmm. um, because it's also anthemic. um, And uh, as a as a young lady in her 20s and the 90s, there were not a lot of uh, women led groups in in the Britpop scene. So um, hearing Elastica belt out the hits was was really exciting. Um, And and it's still a great song. Uh, So yes, and also it uh, it charted in the states so take that
0: did something pop couldn't do yeah
1: did something pop couldn't do yeah also uh uh started by two members of suede hmm. so
0: oh i see what's happening here yeah, this, <laughs> this is a walk around <laughs> the trojan horse way to yeah. get yeah. inside exactly the right. and
1: leap out of suede fooled you <laughs> it's yeah. suede now guys yeah anyway connection by elastica go listen to it
2: all right Stuart. um I, well, Connection was a great choice, but my absolute favorite Brit pop song is kind of an uh, anti-Brit pop song uh, written by a guy named Stephen Duffy, who uh, wrote and produced uh album for Robbie Williams and with the Naked Ladies and, of course, was Tin Tin back in the day and uh, as a band called Lilac Time, and um, he wrote a song called London Girls, sort of cause he was essentially in the wave of Britpop pop stuff. He had been signed to every label there was to be signed to in Britain. And when Brit pop sort of took off and there the big business people realized there's money to be made. He would, they were like, Hey, listen, make an album. And he was like, uh, okay. Um, so he made an album in South Carolina, which is where all the great Brit pop albums are made. He's, mm-hmm. he's a guy from Britain, um, from Birmingham. And, uh,
1: he was in Duran Duran. Wasn't he founded
2: you? Duran Duran, exactly. And uh slight name drop uh trivia. <clears throat> he actually co-wrote the first Brittle Star album with me. So there you go. Um and uh he has a song called London Girls and has a fantastic line in it where it says Camden Town on Tuesday lunchtime. I'm reading it there right now. Camden Town on Tuesday lunchtime, get the papers, maybe this time indicators indicate a trend your way. Your front page news, the guest list prove that you don't pay. Miriam and Vivian invite you to the private view to drink white wine and later dine oh don't forget because you're the latest hot shot Britpop poet laureate and he was really sort of just pricking that whole balloon of Britpop going like this is evidently like the big the suits have found out it's over it's done so that was that's one of my favorite tunes
0: that's uh, you know I'm, I'm actually really surprised at this point that you haven't dropped like the whole the Fonz called me recently <laughs> Uh, I was leading to that. I was trying to find a way to
2: work the Fonzie in, kind of like a Trojan Horse
0: way, like like I was going to bring up suede or something ridiculous. Yeah, and then you get yeah, he probably wore suede sometime or something like that. It's like you know who wore suede one time, Fonzie Henry (laughs) (laughs) Winkler. For me, it's hello from What's the Story Morning Glory, the Oasis uh, album. It's definitely the first Britpop song I ever heard. But I also remember clearly the first time I listened to it because I I was in a, my dorm room, my first year at university, and I put it on and I jacked up the volume because Wonderwall is really quiet there at the start. Yes. And then I uh, <laughs> got my my eardrums exploded by the <laughs> sudden volume blue uh, boost and the whatever the hell that noise is, that chirpy kind of noise that uh, it's it's such a perfect representation of the attitude of that band, the energy of that band, the we're going to smack you in the face and we don't care. And then we're going to smack each other in the face. And then, you know what, uh, you know, it's, I just, I just, even now I'll go back and and listen to it. And I, I love that, that starting. And as I said before, I have a a great love for, for great starting songs. And then to end it, to end that song saying it's good to be back is such a, such an oasis kind of feel to, and you know it's good to be back we're about to knock you out with one of the best albums of the 90s and they stole that part from gary glitter who they had to pay royalties to
1: so that is also very oasis like that's one of the few to actually pay for stealing so it does really capture everything that uh, was oasis but that's a great choice
0: do you have a favorite brit pop song tell us all about it on twitter instagram or facebook at our music pod oh and don't forget to listen to all our other episodes you can find them on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you find your favorite podcast or listen at record roulette music in this episode is from lemon music studio thanks for tuning in to record roulette until the next spin goodbye